0: Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Wild at Heart Man Show, a show for men, by men, about men on USA Global TV and radio. And for those who join us the first time, my name is Roland. Uh, and maybe you can recognize from my accent, I'm not a Native American or, um English or British English speaker. I'm raised and born in a little country in the middle of Europe in Austria. And I'm the moderator and host of this amazing show. And the reason for that is because besides my work I'm doing for organization the leaderships, um as a as a coach, a trainer and a consultant, I dedicated my last two years and, and uh, to men's work to support men to become a better version. Of themselves on different platforms and men's festivals, and actually, a few weeks ago, we started with this amazing show, and now it's already episode number five. And the topic for today is: um, that is issue meaning. First of all, does the relationship do your father, your dad, influence have an influence and impact on your masculinity, and when or when yes, what exactly it is. And it's not me alone. Some of you already who trying to already the show. know, uh, we have a panel here. We have a panelist of amazing gentlemen, of amazing guys. They're all real and authentic. And it's also the title of the show, Wilder Tart Real Authentic Uncut. That's very important for us because there's so much fake stuff outside. And I am really happy that I've got real men on the show. So let's bring him on the show. First of all, my dear friend from Germany, Christian. Rush. Let's welcome Christian.
2: Hi, Roland. Hi, other guys. Nice to be Hi. here back again. Hi, as Roland. Roland mentioned, I'm from Germany, so I'm also a not native English speaker. Um, yeah, the rest of my introduction, I guess I can skip because I'm sure you guys out there have watched our further or episodes that were before this. So I hope you guys enjoy this one as well. Okay, okay. Thank you so much, Christian. And our next uh, panelist is
1: my dear friend from Poland, Marcin. Let's bring him on.
3: Hi, Roland. Hi, Christian. And hello, everyone. Nice to be here um, again.
1: Hi, Marcin. Great to have you back here. Thank you. So the next guy I want to bring on is uh, Hassan. Hassan from Egypt. Welcome, Hassan.
4: Hi, everybody. Nice to be here again.
1: Hi, Hassan. Great to have you back on the panelist. Thank you. And my next dear friend, originally from Mexico, but living on a beautiful island on Mallorca, it has been my home for the last 14 years. Welcome, Ezra. Hello, everyone. Hello, Roland. Thank you. I hope you're all well and happy and ready for today's show. Hi, bro. Hi, bro. Buenos dias, Buenos tardes. Buenos okay, days. and well, last days. but not least, Buenos tardes. last but not least, I hope he's still already backstage, also from Egypt, my dear friend, Monir, Monir, bring bring him on the show when he's backstage. Monir
4: will be back uh, in a couple of minutes. He's not here. Right
1: okay, now. so we'll bring him up later. Okay, yeah. no problem with that. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm very excited about this topic because this topic has really a tremendous impact on our manhood, on our masculinity. So I just repeated the topic today is, uh, is that is issues, we call it shortly, but what it means is, Does our relationship to our dad have an influence on our masculinity? And what exactly is the impact? And uh, as you know, guys, I do a lot of research about men's work. And what I found out is um, when we uh, speak about does the relationship to our dad have an influence? And yes, of course, it has. So the relationship with our father as a start affects, of course, our relationship. So there are many ways uh, relationships with our fathers can affect our own for example, romantic ones, uh, because they can cause a worst, fear of abandonment, inability to trust or low expectations of man and even feelings of insecurity on one hand. And on the other hand, uh, what we see is how our and father issue affects on man is that Males who did not have a father at all, or the father was not present at all, so meaning they're growing up without a father, they have insecurities in their masculinity, and their insecurities can make them avoid dating or sex altogether. Uh, and my last statement before I open the, the panel is: I want to consider something very interesting. Is what I learned uh, previously is uh, what has an tremendous impact is how our mother sees our father, and this has an rela- also an impact on our masculinity. So who wants to step in first gentleman um, on your relationship to your dad
2: and the impact on your masculinity Christian? Okay. So I step in. Um, well, of course, it's absolutely important how our father raises us. Um, I for myself, I have been for since my age of like, when I'm born to the age of three, I was with my real father, then there was a break, and then there came my stepfather. So I had those two role models, male role models, and uh, who had a huge impact on my developing as a man was my grandfather, in fact, because um, my mother was working a lot and partying a lot. So um, I grew up a, a huge... Well, I think it was from two to seven or something. I was a lot of time I spent uh, with my grandparents and he had a big effect on me. So I think, yes, the father is very important, but I think the male, um, the, the role, the male role model is the very important thing. The one who's closest to you and emotionally my grandfather was. So he gave um, the biggest imprint on me and on my feeling as a male. So Christian, when, when I
1: stand you, probably, um, you already have a good news in the beginning for our male audiences, meaning when there's no present father, uh, another role model, a rather male model can step in and that's all good. Is that what you wanna say?
2: Definitely, yes.
1: Okay, okay. That's good news because sometimes we, some some of you, some of us raise up without that for, 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 for any reason, okay. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that. Martin, I see you that you want to say something. Uh,
3: yeah, well, um, so as Christian said um, about um, actually lacking uh, for some time this um, male figure, I was wondering how was about me. And actually I had a dad and I have, I have him still, but our relationship was not very good from the beginning. So there was like big problems in communication. And, um, then when I, um, grew up, uh, at age 25, I think I met this, uh, amazing gentleman who teaches, teached me how to be a man, actually. And, uh, therefore I can say that I have two fathers, uh, with one I have no contact with whatsoever already, but I kept my <laughs> biological one, let's say. So yeah, I totally agree that uh, if our um, father is not there emotionally or psychologically in some ways, we can search for other teachers as well. And uh, it is even better sometimes because we can pick and choose just the people that we appreciate and the kind of uh, men that we personally want to become. So I think it is crucial to understand that.
1: Thank you, Marcin. Thanks for that, for your statement. Esther, what's your experience?
0: Oh, well, my experience. Well, I do. Cert- I certainly do believe that uh, uh, the presence, the real presence of a male figure in our lives as men is very, very important. I myself, I had a father who was there. He was a very successful executive in Mexico, and but he was not present as a man. He was uh, gone most of the time, um, in fact, I would say all the time. So uh, I had to, in a way, I, um, I imagined uh, myself by looking, by uh, reading, by exposure to other men in my life, you know, older men or uh, yeah, that, I, that I would see as, as a father, uh, father figure. Uh, there was actually a uh, an uncle of mine, uh, Jose Julio, he was, uh, uh, he, to me, he was and still is the prototype of, of the father, of the man, and of the husband as well. So yeah, I do believe that uh, it's very important to have a, a healthy relationship with the father or a father figure, otherwise we would have to work with it. Uh, in our life, as I had to uh, for a while because it affected my relationship not only with myself as a man, but my relationship with other men as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank Hassam. What's what's your story?
4: Yes, uh, actually, uh, I am. uh, I'm very lucky to uh, to have my father uh, beside me. Uh, all my life. Uh, he, he's a charismatic person, uh, loved and respected uh, by uh, everyone. Um, he's a, Actually, he's an orthopedic surgery professor uh, and he is a hard worker and a genius and uh, uh, dedicated uh, for work. Uh, yes, he didn't give me uh, too much time uh, I know because of his uh, work dedication, but actually the, the the few hours or the few minutes I spend with him uh, from my childhood, uh, I get morals all, all the time out of uh, his mouth and um, his experience. He wants to coach me and he wants to say uh, uh, everything to me. Uh, he speaks uh, about history to me. He speaks about ethics. He speaks about uh, 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 charity programs, uh, personal relations. Actually, he is an encyclopedia. Uh, of course, <laughs> this kind of uh, charismatic person uh, or character, it doesn't give you the space to uh, to speak. He wants to just. Give you all it takes. He doesn't want to uh, hear a lot uh, from you because he meets people every uh, every minute in the hospital and in the clinic and different uh, uh, social classes, different people from different cultures, and he go into a brain challenge with them. Uh, he wants to to give me all this uh, knowledge. with With of course, uh, I have benefited a lot. Uh, This has impacted my masculinity and the way I think and uh, the way I treat people uh, with respect and uh, I want to be treated uh, in respect uh, uh, and the opposite. Yes, we have a lot to talk on uh, later, but I don't want to take all the time from you guys. Let's check Munir now.
1: Thank you, Hassan. Thanks a lot. Monir, uh did you have a, a, a in your childhood did you have a a, a dad uh, first of all welcome welcome on the panel uh my dear friend did uh, did you have a father in your childhood who was there or present or if not did you have another male role model
5: yes uh, al- alhamdulillah it was uh, i did have a father for uh, for um, 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 he's still living by the way for till now alhamdulillah got give him uh, the health and uh, uh, for, for, for for that it's uh, yes he was he was there he was there during my childhood he was there as well during the um, uh, the tough time um uh, and it was uh, um, um, he was supporting all the way um, different different elements uh, from uh, from that. I mean, if uh, I did uh, uh, take a lot, and he was really making uh, the um, impact on uh, my personality, the way I'm thinking, and so on, and I know exactly that he was passing. Everything that he have learned before, and that uh, that was uh, one of um, uh, his main uh, job is to raise us the way he was raised. Um, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of issues happen. Uh, toughness. Uh, it was really not um, the the um, because he was coming from the um, military and intelligence background and he was working with the intelligence so it was a lot of uh, you know this kind of um, uh, very stiff very strict uh, everything has to be in place you need to be watching out for everything that happens around you you need to be looking for everything that is there and it was um, really hard with that idea about being uh, myself being uh, uh, sensitive uh, m- that that way, putting the the pressure on me, getting to be, uh, you know, uh, much more tougher and so on, it's uh, it, it really affected the relationship. It really affected this um, uh, process of uh, uh, of uh, being myself a lot. However, everything that he have done now, I understand it. Now I, I appreciate it, and I understand that he he did his best when he was uh, uh, trying to raise us as men.
1: Thank you, Munia. Thank you. Yes, I also want to share a little bit my story. I mean, I had a dad um, until I was 18, then my parents separated. But uh, during the first 18 years, I had a dad, but he was not present. He left home Monday morning early, came back on the weekends, was totally under stress, exhausted, overwhelmed. So there was not, yeah, he he had no time for us as a kid. He had no... No patience for us because he was exhausted. You know, when kids are small, they're asking questions, they're doing this, they're doing this, running around. Run. So he was very impatient with us. That's what I learned from him: impatience. So I had not that, but I, in my early years, uh, actually in ground school, I found another ro- male role model was was one of my teachers, who, who was with me actually for four years. Then when I went to secondary school, I had another teacher who became a role model for me and later on the uncle of my one of my first i wouldn't say my first girlfriend but my first relationship with a girl when i was 16 17 years old My uncle became a role a male role model for me so i learned from this gentleman a lot and as Monir said uh, my father passed away 2 years ago uh when i think back i i guess he did his best for he could do some of his characters or his habits are in me and now I can appreciate them but to be honest many many years ago when, when I got a feedback from somebody maybe from my mom and this was, was one of my statements in the beginning how your mom sees your dad has an effect of, an impact on your masculinity too. What I mean is uh, the worst thing that my mom could say to me or somebody else who was close to me who knew me and my dad was when I got the feedback you're behaving or you're talking like your dad, and I saw this always as a, as a very bad feedback because I had no relationship to my dad. I had a lot of fear of him. Yeah, it was a fearful relationship, if it was a relationship at all. So this had had an impact on on myself and and how I raised my kids and, and and my my partnership. Okay, gentlemen. Um, Yes, so we had uh, before we go further in the panel. I want to encourage our audience. Maybe you follow us on on a TV station, on on a broadcast, on a radio station, but maybe you follow us also on 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 a social media where you can communicate with us. So if you want to add something, we are very eager to know your situation, what's your background, what's your experience with your relationship with your dad and the impact on your masculinity. We're more than happy uh, to hear your. Uh, your opinion on that and your experience on that. So please uh, type in or chat with us or also go on our website on bonfire.com uh, if you want to get in touch with one of the panelists in personal. Okay, so that's what I want to say. So gentlemen, uh, we've been talking about, okay, there was a dad, was not a dad. I don't know if I, normally I'm very good at maths. I was counting, I was counting well. So for the I guess Hassan was the first one out of the first one out of four who said okay he had a present dad is this correct yeah and yeah actually well Monir, you had a, was uh, when I, what I, I got from your story Monier is that you had a you had a dad who was very structured because of his uh, professional background uh, was he a real role model for you? Was he present for you? I did not get this from you. Uh,
5: well, t- t- no, it, it 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 wasn't. To be honest, I was um, I was uh, uh, at that point of time I felt a lot of uh, of uh, pressure. Um, it was uh, like you said, Roland, my mom and the, the way she was talking about my dad. It was not really in the good way. So at at that point of time, I was always trying to uh, understand and see what he's doing. And then um, at that point of time, I was thinking of how to avoid what he was doing, so not to do the same things that he's doing. Uh, uh, Never been able to think that I would uh, grow up to be um, as him because um, uh, for me, it was really uh, heartless. It was uh, a little bit of... um, um uh, very strict very uh, um, um yeah, he wants to raise men however it's the, the way it was not really from a, from a, um uh, giving this kind of intimacy and fatherhood so it uh, and and that's that's what what created afterward um what we call a um a critical father uh, during my head so it was always and that's um, fart and now um uh, every negative talk and so on um that happens to uh, to me uh, trying to be the best always trying to be um uh, perfect at everything and it all becomes from this kind of old technique of the critical father that i was living in so uh, so he was present um he was there but the way he was uh always pushing uh, uh, for uh, perfectionist for um, doing the right things was not really in the right manner. Okay.
1: Okay. So when, when I summarize this, uh, gentlemen, uh, we are six in the panel and, and actually one out of six uh, said, yes, there was a father. He was present. I learned from him. He was a very good teacher it's out of six. And that's really interesting because this is uh By chance, this is absolutely representative for the majority of men. So, less than 15 percentage. And I have to to uh, stretch out of our generations. Okay. When you ask a younger guy, it may be different. But from our generations, uh, we're all around 40 plus. Well, let's be kind to some of us. Uh, Ladies, if you listen to us, watch us, I know I look older. Okay. But we are 40 plus, more or less. and in our generation, uh, maybe it's become a, a be- because of the times they had in the '60s and the '70s. that's a really working hard building up businesses or making career. There was less less time for family. Values have been differently than are nowadays for sure. But this is extremely uh, extremely the same figures than we found in research that less than 15% of our generation says yes, I had a dad, he was present. I learned from him positive stuff that helped me to be in my masculinity in my relationship absolutely okay guys so my my, ne- my next question is to you what was the impact of of that situation and when did you realize it I assume that you you can remember okay I assume you can remember when did I, when did you realize it the first time oh I have some struggles some challenges some difficulties and it and maybe you find it out later. Uh, that it has was related to the relationship to your maybe existing or non-existing or present or non-existing uh, dad. Ezra, you want to start?
0: Yes, yes, of course. This is a very important question. We start off by uh, talking about our fathers and uh, how they were present or not, when actually what's most important is how, it's, um, how the presence is affecting us or how uh we are dealing with the teachings from our from our from our fathers and yeah um uh, like you guys said uh after a while when you get when you grow older as a man you realize uh, and understand uh, the reasons and uh the purposes of how our parents or our fathers uh our daddies uh, were with us you know you we get to understand more Of them because we're able to put ourselves in our shoes. But then the next question is to figure out how this uh, behavior or uh, patterning has affected us. And I personally, uh, I can say that uh, my father's um, successful way of of life, his independence, um, pushed me also towards uh, um, excellence, let's say. Um, to be good in sports to be good in school to to have the number one spots in in whatever I strive to so I became quite competitive i uh I was very competitive in uh, in what I did and also in my social life so uh I noticed that myself uh not very long ago <laughs> uh, that I that I that all of this all this uh, teachings that I received indirectly because he wasn't directly he wasn't there to tell me what to do but, but by but by example I followed um, the role or the example of, 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 of being um, trying to be outstanding. So uh, it was always a stressful kind of life in sports, uh, best in tennis, good in American football and swimming in school, so I had always to be in the first, in the first uh, spots, and uh, and this was also because that's a way that uh, I received some way and uh, a recognition from my father. This is the way that I felt myself, I was receiving love from my father. So, uh, if that was the only way that I felt him, his love, by his needs, you could say, and that, of course, uh, turned back on to me, uh, to, and I realized that I was very, very, um, um, I asked too much of myself, I, um, to the point that I, I got sick. And my, I, had a heart, I had a heart attack when I was 39 years old, and I've had a heart operation as well, and I realized that a lot of it had to do with the stress and this asking too much of myself, teachings that I received from my father to always be the best, and while I was the best, I, or I tried to be at least, um, I had to be strong and cold and not show my emotions whenever I had pain, so yeah, that's, uh, uh, that, uh, that's, that was my experience, at least partial experience, because there's a lot to talk about in a sense but uh, the one that I know for you.
1: Thank you, Ezra. Thank you, Ezra. Before we continue with Christian, I'm also really looking forward to hear Christian. We go on a commercial break. And after commercial break, we continue uh, with the panelists on the question, what's the impact on the masculine of our dad? And we start with Christian. Let's have a short look uh, about our sponsors.
4: The session that we had with BCAT was really entertaining and enlightening. We were able to put together some very specific steps that we as individuals can take and it was really fun to all come together and see sort of where we're going as a team and how we can all get there together.
5: We had a tremendous experience with the BCAP partners. One of the challenges that we have as an organization is to make sure that we have the right people in the right chairs doing the right thing. To do that well, you have to have synergy. You can try to dream up ways to make sure that your group does that, or you can rely on experts. We would recommend BCAP partners to anybody who's looking to take their organization to the next level.
4: those people. I need to talk to you about your time growing up in St. Nena's children's home. Six of your eight housemates committed suicide, Mr. Connolly. I'm afraid I have to tell you that another child in your care home, Liam Carroll, has also recently taken his own life. Jason Andrew.
0: For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers.
1: Day-to-day simple
4: tasks
5: can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps or have somebody do it for me.
2: What scares me the most is just the falling.
5: When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's,
0: it's crucial.
1: So, welcome back to Wild and Heart, Real Authentic Uncut, the man show, a uh, show by man, for man, about man on USA Global TV and radio. And myself and the panelists, we bring them up right now. Uh, we are discussing really the topic that is issue, meaning what influence has our relationship with our dad, present or not present, or with another, maybe, male role model with our masculinity so welcome back our panelists like machine like christian ezra hassan and munir and well actually in, in, actually the second the second commercial was really touching to me why boys don't cry it was very touching so christian uh what's your experience when did you figure out that uh, the existing non-existing dad you know the relationship to your uh, to your non-existing dad or other role models had an impact uh, on your masculine? When did you find it out, and what was the what, 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 what triggers you, or what was was the root cause for
2: that? Um, well, I found it out all the time he was around because he did things um, I wasn't okay with, um, like we um, we were three kids at home. So my mother had a lot of work to do, like, well, you know, homework. Um, So he didn't help at home. And I was like, hey, man, she's your wife. You got to help her, stuff like that. So um, there was always a kind of aggression between him and me. And um, it took some time until I uh, got it into conscious that the first step I could take to change something... um, of my masculinity masculinity, is to forgive. Because I had to accept that what he did was the best he ever could do. And um, the time I released this this anger inside of me, that was the time healing started. And that was the time um, when my relations got better. To men, to women, to myself. That was the time when I could start to um, to be a man how I want to be a man to find out my own, uh, worths. Like how will I be as a man? And, um, so to answer your question, correct. It's I, I experienced this feeling of, there is something wrong in my relationship to my dad, like all the time, uh, since the age of three to the age of 16, when I moved away from home and, and got my first own, uh, place to live. And um, then it took another, I'd say, eight to ten years um, to get into conscious that the way of healing this is to forgive him. That's
1: that's a very, a very important topic that you stretch out here is is forgiveness. And it's also important, uh, even when there, especially on this topic, when there was no father present or didn't do the right thing that we understand that He was just doing the best thing he could do. That's that's, uh, absolutely because I I strongly believe in humanity, and all human beings want to serve and want to do the best thing they can do. And some things, the bad things they're doing, is just in in this situation, in this time period, just the the best thing they could offer. Absolutely. And as you said, uh,
4: uh, Roland, I have a question to Christian, if you mind, please. Please. Yeah, uh, did you ever try, Christian, uh, to open up with your father and speak to him and uh, telling him, uh, for example, that uh, he's a bit uh, aggressive or, uh, or hard on or you? Uh, did you ever have the chance to, to, to make such a conversation or you didn't uh, have this chance? Um,
2: yes, there was the chance to some, somehow figure this out with him um but this was quite late so i was about 40 or something and um by that he was almost 70 and um long before that time i for- forgave him so there was no no really emotional um potential inside this inside this talking no more it was just like more like clearing facts out so you did that that made this with me but inside of me this this um, this wound or this this hurting was no longer there. So I could take him in my arms and um, put into this hug all of my love. So and there were no harsh feelings no more because I decided it's okay. I forgive him. He did the best he could. So that's when the healing was already done. Like that. Okay, doc. Question. Yes, I think okay.
5: I think Hazem uh, Hazem is saying something that is really uh, important because, um, uh, unlike Christiane, I was not able to figure out that I do have a a, um, a problem from from that um, until um, I got divorced and I was at that point of time 46. I did that in in uh, being 47. This is when I had the chance to um, uh, to understand that there is something called critical father in my subconscious and in my head all the time. And this is where I am struggling to be perfect all the time. And uh, um, and I did um, uh, uh, have this conversation, tough conversation um, uh, uh, when I was at 47. That was uh, at, at the time when I said just, uh, uh, I was driving him back home and then we arrived at our uh, old home and then uh, before he go and I started, and we stood at the car for like three hours. And I started giving them, uh, giving him all the, the questions that I had um, and then he was listening and then suddenly after I finished and he said, I'm really sorry, but I did not mean that. And this is where it started to have a different kind of conversation. It is important to have this unfinished business being uh, talked to uh, uh, even if they passed away We can bring their figures and then we talk to them and finish this business before um, it takes the crutches on us. Uh,
1: Gentlemen, uh, time is running. So I suggest uh, I want to hear Ezra's comment. Then we wrap up with Marcin. And I suggest that uh, on the next episode, we go deeper on this topic, too. I guess we need more time on that. Is this okay, gentlemen? Okay, Ezra, your comment on, on Christian.
0: Well, yeah, I just wanted to ask Christian because he, 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 he expressed uh, how he figured out uh, his, um, his, um, the way he felt about his father and how he solved it himself. But I was wondering, how did it affect him? How did it affect, how did it affect you, Christian, uh, the way that your father was when you, when you were a child? How did it affect you in, life, in your lifetime? uh, as a man, as a husband, as a friend, as, as a, as a boy, uh, that's, maybe that will help not only us, but our, our audience to, to relate to you. Not only with your, with the fact that you pardon, because finally the solution is pardoned, but how it's, it's good to have awareness of how did it affect us? How, and how did it affect
2: you? Um, from, from my, now standpoint. I would say I was, um, oh, I don't know how to say it in English. I was like too nice to women because I uh, I, I kind of, is it over-exaggerated? So I went too far with this because I, I've seen how my dad was to women and I would be like more helpful to them. So I maybe gave too much because I had no no scale of what is the right amount of. So, and um by this time I had um, I wasn't able to to communicate this. So I was like, okay, what do you need from me? which is a very important question. So what what do you need like we had in, a, in an episode before? So it affected me on on women's side like like I said. and with men, I always felt kind of insecure because as, as Roland mentioned um, earlier this this episode, I, I didn't feel secure with other men because my dad didn't give me this this feeling of of home and strength and there is a man who can hold me and give me um, like shelter and stuff like that. So this is my answer. Yes, um, I was insecure. Thank you,
0: Christian. Thank you for your answer. I, I can just say <laughs> that I can relate to to you in a in that way because I also, due to my experience with my father, I became a a, uh, a lady's savior <laughs> in my life. I used to do things for the women and do things for them and over myself. And uh, and then I realized that it was probably not the right way either. And thank you.
1: Machine. you want to step in or the next show or right now?
3: Let's do it next show. I think what the guys uh, just said is the best wrap-up.
1: Absolutely, thank you, Martin, for that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, our uh, thanks for listening and thanks for watching us on the show. If you missed something, uh, you can always go to the recordings, for example, on YouTube. When you go on USA Global TV and Radio, we'll put in Wild Hart," you find the episode. You can also uh, watch it again. Uh, you can also share it with other friends. If you said, "Okay, there's a friend who needs some support. There's the same issue." You'll be more than happy if you share it. If you want to contact us, just go on the website. It's bonfiretalks.com. And on this website, you find all these amazing, handsome guys with their short bio, with their picture and their contact details. And if you have a, a desire to, to talk with men, to share with men, you will also find a link on this website uh, to Sparing for Men, where we offer uh, twice a month, on on a virtual base on Zoom where we meet together and share our stuff and we offer this in English right now and in German. So, thank you very much and as I said before, if you have any comments let us know. If you have any topics to discuss, you're more than welcome. Hey bros, stay safe until the next time. Thank you so much and (laughs) bye-bye.